Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hello and welcome to this segment, I guess, or portion of this episode of the Sav and Sean Show, Sans Sean. But I'm here. Hi, everyone listening. And um, today I'm joined by a very special mystery guest. The one, the only, my mommy. Hi, mom. Hi, it's me. I'm so excited. It's you. I can't believe that you're here. I mean, we live together, so I mean, I see you all the time. But you're here in studio, live in Studio Sav, on location. How does it feel? Very exciting. Uh, Yeah, I can tell. Really, I'm feeling the excitement emanating off of you, truly. I like your studio. Yeah, it's your bedroom. Yes, I know this. Yeah, very cozy. We are live on location right now. Um, so how are you, Mom? What's new? What's shaking? Oh, I'm just great. Um, getting ready for the holidays. Yeah. What 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 do you like about the holidays? Shopping. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we in my family, and I mean like my brother and myself, we like to call my mom the Amazon lady, because uh, we're pretty sure my mom has like contributed a lot to Jeffrey Bezos's wealth over the last several years. My mom loves to online shop, but there's nothing wrong with that. There's nothing better than ordering the most mundane, minuscule thing on Amazon and having it come within a few hours. I mean, that's, yeah, that's how I think I know we've made it to the future. The future is now. You remember, like, going to Disney and going on, like, the Carousel of Progress? Yeah. And he had, like, the oven that, like, talked or whatever. I remember thinking, like, that was, that was it, the pinnacle of technology. And we don't have talking ovens, but we have an giant umbrella corporation that can deliver goods to your house on the same day that you order them. So that's pretty cool. You win some, you lose some, I guess, right? Mm. Well, let me see. Sean left us a lovely list of, of topics and prompts and, you know, all kinds of things to talk about. So, <clears throat> Mom, uh, how many episodes of the Savage Sean Show have you listened to recently? One. One? Which one? I don't remember. It was the other day. Oh, did you listen to the whole thing? No. I've been very busy recuperating. Mm-hmm. So clearly, since you are such an avid fan, what do you think of the Sav and Sean show? What I've heard so far is quite witty and fun. What, what have you heard? Just a little bit the other day. <laughs> About what? I don't remember. <laughs> I'm sorry I've had a... Okay, then. <laughs> a All right. Okay. <laughs> Alrighty then. So, uh, teetering along and uh, veering away from that topic before I get my feelings hurt anymore. Um, would you say, what would you say your favorite holiday is? I like most holidays, but. You like any excuse to like party. True. You're Eat, a host, party, a hostess. Decorate, mm-hmm. dress up. I'm a fan of dressing up. You love up. a good theme party. Yeah, yes. for sure. What have been some of your favorite theme parties over the years? 
Not explicitly holiday, just any theme. I really liked your birthday party. My 70s one? You turned out for that one. Even though nobody showed up to that birthday party. Thank you to all of my friends. That's kind Uh, of a look. I really want to wear that again. I think you should wear that like out. Like the next time you go on a hot date. Yeah, the go-go boots, the the costume from Spirit Halloween, the afro wig. What do you think they'd say? I think they would say this is a woman who is very assured in herself. And she radiates self-confidence. And fun, most importantly. I might have to try that. Yeah, you never know until you try. Didn't Master Yoda say you miss 100% of the shots you don't take? True. We've been rewatching Star Wars, ladies and gentlemen, so no spoilers here. What What was the last Star Wars movie you remember us watching together? The other night. Yeah, which one? What happened? It's when Anakin became... No, 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 there's no spoilers, but just give us a spoiler-free synopsis of the movie. Go. <laughs> Anakin's not who you think he is. Okay, perfect. Yay! You heard it here. You heard it here first, folks. He is a terrible actor, though. We can all agree. Hey, on don't that. listen. Listen. Why are we all hating on Anakin Skywalker? Oh, well, I don't. Okay. And his hair is atrocious. I understand why he we're just hating. looks unbathed. That bothers me. I mean, I don't think Jedi have like bathing on the top of their list of priorities. Just like, did you hear Jake Gyllenhaal doesn't bathe? Oh, maybe that's why Taylor Swift dumped him. Well, technically, I think he. He dumped Taylor, but yeah, but she's getting Taylor's, the last laugh Taylor's now, capitalizing off of it. Yeah, absolutely. If Does he still have her scarf? That well, we need so to know. so this is the interesting thing. So I saw on the news TikTok. Um, I I call TikTok the news on the podcast so that it sounds less weird. Like I saw on TikTok the other day, and I can just say I saw it on the news, and I but sound TikTok like more is life. Like, yeah, and and the news has changed my life. So. Oh. I love the news. Um, so I saw on the news the other day this man who is an actor in New York who around 10 years ago, around the same time that all of this shenanigans was happening, allegedly he was roommates with Jake Gyllenhaal. And somehow through Jake moving out and getting, you know, lots of parts and whatever and becoming famous, uh, like fam- more famous, I guess, this guy was left with the scarf just through happenstance, so now he is in possession of Taylor's scarf. We don't know if it's real or not. He said he doesn't know if it's the real scarf. It is a scarf left behind by when he was roommates with Jake Gyllenhaal. What did they do with the scarf? I don't know. I would. That's like a historical artifact at this point. The scarf. Anyway, I'm glad you're more woke about Taylor Swift and Jake Gyllenhaal's relationship that happened a decade ago than you are about our entire podcast. So, so thank you for that. I have no response. <laughs> She's a woman of few words, for real. Okay, so we're talking about Thanksgiving. I didn't really, like, explicitly say that in this part. Um, But we're talking about Thanksgiving and, you know, Thanksgiving traditions. This is the month of thankfulness and giving things. Being thankful. Yeah. Um, And so what does Thanksgiving mean to you? Did did you have uh, any particular Thanksgivings like growing up or any moments around Thanksgiving time in your upbringing that like solidify your feelings about Thanksgiving or any happenstances that like you can recall that make you like feel the way you do about Thanksgiving? No, it was just always a time to get together with the family. And there was a lot of maybe beverages, adult beverages. And by the time dinner came out, everyone was a little, I don't know, you had to tread lightly. And then we'd eat, clean up, and go to bed. Sounds fun. Yeah, you just never knew which member of the family was going to lose it that year. So you have so a family dynamic of, of people that enjoy alcoholic beverages. So do you have like a drunk uncle type or like angry dad <laughs> drinking type? Or like what, 
what are we talking? Like someone that takes their clothes off when they drink too much type or like what kind of craziness level are we talking at family Thanksgiving here? Well, we always had drunk uncle. Okay, always. And you know which uncle that was. Uh Uh-huh. I can recall, yes. And then you had the angry drunk, and you know who that was. Yeah, I do. I definitely know who that was. But I think now our holidays, we don't have those issues. Well, I was talking about more like when you were like a wee lad. Yeah. Oh, okay. Um, What's your favorite Thanksgiving food? If you could have one thing on your Thanksgiving table every year that you cannot live without, what is it? The cornbread pudding. Cornbread pudding. How did you come across the cornbread pudding recipe? Pat Rueda gave me that re- recipe. Patricia, what a gal. Shout out to Pat. Hey, girl. And it's our favorite. We all love it. She does our hair and she makes our cornbread dreams come true. She's what a gal. She's a very good cook. She is a woman of many talents, truly. Yeah, the cornbread is something I remember having like forever. Like that's like one of my top food memories. That and then like the time you made queso dip and put like jalapenos or something in it, peppers, and I was small and I guess I put my hands <laughs> in the dip and then put it in my eyes. We or were something. in the motorhome. Yeah, I just remember like hot cheese in you my love eye. That, yeah. And then for the longest time, like I refused to eat queso dip because I was convinced like queso had it out for me and I'm glad I've changed my ways because I love queso now yeah that wasn't a good night for you or me I don't think I don't think I've had many good nights quite frankly in my 25 years of living I mean I've had a few true yeah I've had a few like um I think my fifth birthday was kind of rad that was cool which one was that I don't was that the Minnie Mouse one that was a cool birthday was that five I think that was your first one no because I had long hair and it was like well I had a little pink hat on. I thought that was when you were very young and you woke up from your nap and you were just really thrown and everybody was at the house and you screamed the whole time. Oh, <laughs> that sounds so, <laughs> so unlike me. I think me. you're misled on which birthday that was. That sounds so unlike me. You had a me. Cinderella bowling one. That sounds fun. Or your Cinderella dress. No, it was Snow White. Snow White. Oh, I remember Snow White. Yes, I remember that vividly. Also, I remember, I think, falling in the Snow White I was going to say, yeah, you were sitting down and you rolled the ball and fell back and whacked your head. So I was hoping you (laughs) forgot that because that's really the only part I remember. So clearly I don't remember the good things, only the traumatic experiences in my life. So that's good. I I, I love that for myself. Um, Are there any memorable Thanksgivings? Thanksgivings? Is that the proper plural of Thanksgiving? Thanksgivings is Thanksgivings is, is, is Have there been any instances of Thanksgiving growing up that you remember like vividly? Like good or bad or whatever. Like is there one Thanksgiving that you're like, wow, I can recall every detail of that? It might have been the Thanksgiving that I put a little garlic salt in the mashed potatoes because I was helping. And how much is a little garlic salt? Though? Not a lot. Okay, a but pinch. I mean, nowadays people put garlic in all potatoes. I and love, it's delicious. I love garlicky potatoes, bro. Well, my brother's ex-wife didn't really agree with that, and she lost her shit. And then by then everyone started fighting and exiting different doors, and she ran up the neighborhood and. People were, I remember, I think my sister just went in her car and sat. My brother went looking for his wife. And I kind of just ate the potatoes because I thought they were delicious. And I just really couldn't understand why someone would get so worked up over that. Wow. But come to find out, I mean, she was an alcoholic, so everything kind of hit a little hard. 
for her. She's a little delicate, a little easily set off. She didn't last long. That I was gonna say, ex-wife being the operative word in that sentence. Yeah, I was younger, but I still. That's yeah. hilarious. I can't. I don't know who I would be more in that situation. The one that just goes to the car and sits to like get away from everyone, or the one eating the potatoes, like in the kitchen. I could see myself going either way, and that's how I know that we're related. So if I ever had any doubt, thank you for erasing that from my mind, mom. You're welcome. I don't know if there's any particular like single Thanksgiving I remember. I mean, we have some interesting relatives that always provide a, a, a fantastical backdrop for our stories, you know, just at any holiday. But, you know, there's a couple I remember of inviting one particular family member, not hearing from this family member, going ahead and saying, well, I guess they're not coming. So maybe we should just go ahead and eat around six o'clock. And then at 830, this family member rolled into the driveway ready to go for dinner after not calling or texting or anything. and was just hey guys and we were like well the food's in the fridge so help yourself (laughs) Um, yeah but that's the norm you know that relative that's the norm yeah and I don't know why like I fool myself into thinking it'll be different every year but it's it I I'm never surprised anymore I am I am taken aback and I do find moments to laugh quite quite a lot now but I'm rarely ever surprised by anything that occurs within our family tree very true I Very think. And, and as I get older now, I can I can examine all of you with a more critical eye and uh, really learn from all of your flaws. I'm just kidding. And you understand <laughs> that this is why I am how I am. <laughs> and I, yeah, so now I know like, okay, I should probably probably take note of these behaviors now from these people to avoid it at all costs. I'm not trying to show up four hours after Thanksgiving dinner. Who does that? That's not fair. Yeah. Not nice. And you always show out and we have the dinner and we have like the family time and hang out and like that's those are the moments that like I remember and really cherish so I don't know that those are like the feelings I get of like I don't like being stressed out on the holidays I don't like when people go over the top and then like get all crazy and freak out over garlic and the mashed potatoes or whatever like the holidays should be a time of like enjoying each other's company and not wanting to freaking stab each other you know what I'm saying But that's, I think, I've always been more traditional that way. And the same as Christmas, you know, on Thanksgiving, Easter, Christmas, Mm -hmm. we always have the same breakfast. Mm -hmm. We always, you know, do whatever during the day. We have the same dinners, more or less. There's certain key items that we always make. Yeah. And that's always kind of been my deal. How did you get, like, those... Like you were saying, the key items that you make. So like the, the I know the breakfast that we make like on every holiday and stuff. Like how did you get that recipe? Where did you find all of those or who did you find those from? And when did they become like our holiday things? The breakfast recipe was from your father's boss's wife. And she was amazing. And she could cook and just her house. So when you were tinies, when I met her mm-hmm. and we would go stay there in Michigan and she would introduce us to all these recipes, and I just loved them. So she gave them to me, and then I just started making them throughout the years, and they just kind of stuck by what you guys liked. I didn't know that. That's cool. Yeah. The sausage breakfast, yeah. That's good. That, that shit gave is me the, good. the cornbread pudding, and then other things just... What about, like, grandma cake? That's the one that I recall, grandma like, for everything. Grandma cake was my client, Marie Schifrin. And she would bring that. I did her nails for many years. Shout out to Marie. Hey, girl. And uh, 
Yeah, she would bring it in the holidays and it was so good. So she gave me that recipe. Yeah, that's the cake that like I so it, for for the viewers, the listeners rather, because uh, we are an auditory platform. Um, grandma cake is like the the cake that my mom makes. She makes it all, multiple times a year for any occasion, birthdays, holidays, whatever. It's the cake. And it's green because why? What is the secret ingredient? Pistachio pudding. Pistachio pudding is the secret ingredient. So the cake is and green. Love. Yeah, and love, of course. The love makes it green. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so uh, we make that cake every year. And I, it's always like a rite of passage. Like if I, if I have friends or like people I'm trying to impress, I'll, I'll give them a slice. If we had the cake made, I would bring the slice if we over. Share. Yeah. And, you know, I know it looks scary. But if you are my friend, you will try it. And then they try it. And then they're like, holy shit, this is delicious. And that's the magic of the grandma cake. Yeah, it's a bunt cake. Can't go wrong with that. Absolutely. I think, though, maybe we should experiment with, like, a frosting or something. Like a glaze. Not, like, a chocolate drizzle on top. Yeah, maybe a chocolate drizzle. But then I like to do it with chocolate syrup and ice cream sometimes. You like anything with chocolate syrup and ice cream. You would put that on a flip-flop. What's your favorite flavor of ice cream? Half-baked Ben and Jerry. <laughs> Zero hesitation. But there's that new flavor I had the other night. I don't know it, if it has a name, but it... It's... They all have names. It's yeah, Ben and Jerry. Yeah, but that one was different. It was like a special edition. Very tasty. My mom has a superpower. Everyone says, like, my mom's a superhero. My mom is a superhero uh, in the fact that she can eat a whole pint of ice cream in one sitting uh, <laughs> and not throw up because she is a legend. Yeah, among other things. You could do a lot of other things, but that's like one of your, I think, top marketable skills. Oh, thank you. You should go on America's Got Talent with that. And she doesn't get a brain freeze. No, you got to go slow and savor. <laughs> savor. Ooh, savor. Okay, if you could, let me think of how I want to phrase Turn this question. Turn back time. No. <laughs> Oh, why? Um, I was going to say, if you could invite, so like, you know my favorite movie, Talladega Nights, The Ballad of Ricky Bobby, right? Starring Will Ferrell. If you're not first, you're last. Yeah, of course. So like, you know how like they have that scene where they have like, dear baby Jesus, thank you for this bounty of KFC, KFC, Taco Bell, the always delicious Taco Bell, right? So if you could have a fast food spread for Thanksgiving, who are your heavy hitters? Who's coming to the table? It has to be fast food. I'm talking drive through style or I'll accept places like Moe's Chipotle, like you walk through quick quick service style. Oh, not San Jose's. No, that's a restaurant. That's a sit-down restaurant. We love San Jose's. Shout out to you, San Jose's. I don't know. I don't really do a lot of fast food. That's a I do like lie. PDQ. That is a fucking lie. Quarter no. pounder with cheese, no pickles. When was, or no I had onions. one what? A couple weeks ago. That was the first time in years. See, you always do this thing, though, where you're like, oh, I want a Whopper with no Whopper onions. Whopper with cheese, no onions. Whopper with cheese, no onions. I want one so bad. All right, and then you'll about? drive through Burger King and you'll get your Whopper with cheese, no onions, and you'll go, this is this, terrible. Suck. This sucks. <laughs> That's why I don't do I it anymore. I hate this. Whopper with cheese, no onions, McDonald's French fries, Chick-fil-A shakes. And PDQ sauces. What kind of sauce from PDQ? What are we talking? Ooh. Honey mustard, ranch, that, uh, don't they have like a Thai something? Like a Thai peanut, yeah, I'm pretty sure. I think it's interesting how you order your burgers specifically with no onions because I specifically order mine the exact opposite way. I order mine no pickles, no mustard, extra onions, extra ketchup. I think it's more a textural thing. They're crunchy. They're delicious. I don't mind the taste of onion and I don't. 
but I don't really like eating them. Onions are the flavor base of like everything, bro. Onions and garlic. I'm a big fan of onion powder. Onion powder and chili powder on everything, just about. Or a very, 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 very fine onion. I even mince it before I put it in the salsa to really put it. Salsa is supposed to have chunky onions. That's like like the whole point. I don't like chunks. (laughs) You heard it here first, folks. She don't like chunks. She don't want none of your chunks. Um, okay, so what are you excited about for this holiday season? I know we've been coming out of COVID, having kind of a crazy last couple years. What are you excited about for this holiday season and going from Thanksgiving to Christmas to New Year's? What are you, what are you excited for? I don't know, just to decorate and I'm going to have my annual party, but a little smaller. We're also going to celebrate Papa's birthday. Oh, that's right. Because your your birthday's in December for the the listeners. So, with growing up, did you feel like you kind of got shafted? Like, no. Since your birthday was so close to Christmas, did people try to do like the oh well, your birthday present's your Christmas present? I get my shopping ethic from my mother. Therefore, I was never disappointed on holidays or birthdays. <laughs> Come on, Grandma. Although as she got older, I think birthdays really weren't that exciting for her. Well, because you got older, yeah. But growing up, Christmas, it was a shit show. Like, like a good shit up show? Up to the middle of the day, we were still going in her closet to find presents she forgot she had. And she'd be like, oh, go look for this. And oh, go look for that. And her entire bed on Christmas morning would be just like tissue paper and stocking stuffers and she'd still be getting it done grandma wow i remember that about you and dad though like i remember christmas was always amazing christmas morning was yeah it was wasteful and way too much honestly looking back at like our home movies and stuff one i don't think i could even afford half of the things that we had so two, my kid's not getting a fraction of the presents I had growing up because shit's too expensive and I don't make enough money. Yeah. But also, yeah, it's exactly what you said, like the waste. You buy how many things for your kids to play with one thing. You know what I mean? Kids have such a short attention span. It's like I'd rather buy one or two more meaningful gifts that they're going to use a lot or really, really love. But when you're little, when they're little, you want to just give them a bunch of stuff. Yeah, but they're little. What are they going to do with it? To unwrap and they'd be happy because that's what they usually gravitate towards. Like a cat. (laughs) The one, yeah. You can buy a cat a $20 bed and he'll sleep in the box it came in. And I think now I try and give you both things that you need that can also be gifts like underwear and socks yeah now that i'm a grown-up i've been asking for things like deodorant i asked santa this year uh for money so i could get glasses to see uh and that's how i know i've reached the pinnacle of adulthood is because that's (laughs) not very fun to ask santa for glasses um but here we are so santa if you're listening your gal can't see anything hit me up please yeah, I mean, I I love Christmas. I always get super emotional at Christmas time. And I'm not a very emotional person. I don't think by nature, at least I try to stifle my emotions deep, deep down inside and save them, I guess, all for Christmas at the end of the year. <laughs> um, and maybe that's why I'm so emotional. But um, 
Yeah, I always cry on Christmas. It could be over the stupidest little thing, and I could be so touched and so moved by it, but because it happened on Christmas morning, that I'll just be a puddle of tears. Like, it's, I'm inconsolable. It's very true. Yeah. Once I give in, there's no coming Yeah, back. the moment I let the first one fall, like, don't talk to me. Don't comfort me. Don't look at me. <laughs> just let me sob in peace in silence. Just don't even, don't even address it. Just keep talking. Keep opening your own presence. Don't look at me. Uh, and like same thing with New Year's. Like New Year's to me is I, I think it's hit or miss. It's like the excitement of like I trick myself into thinking with a brand new year I'm gonna start completely over and all of the mistakes in my previous year have been erased. And like I know that that's not true, but also I'm like oh my god I have to do this all over again, again. Yeah. So I kind of dread that that new year because I don't know how much I more think of this that's I can it. take. It's like- the ball drops and that's when I get a little teary-eyed just thinking, you know, what maybe the next year would be so magical or maybe we'll barely survive. I mean, you just got to hope. Or maybe with the way that the planet is going, we'll all just burst into flames, spontaneously combust, and it'll be over quick. That's soon. Yeah. But we could always go in Jeffrey Bezos' penis rocket and pretend we went to space. Jeffrey Bezos would Maybe not escape. waste his time nor his billions of dollars to try to save us poor people and take us to space. He would let us die. I know you're listening, Jeff. Jeffrey, Jeffrey Bezos. Thanks so much for coming to talk with me. Do you have an, anything you want to add? Did you enjoy your experience here on a scale of 1 to 10? 1 being you hated it and 10 being this was the most fun you've ever had? Honestly, I never dreamt it could be this magical. See, I told you. I can really tell by the look on your face, especially you have had the most fun you've ever had in your entire life being here. I just hope everybody has a wonderful Thanksgiving and that they're thankful. What are you thankful for? Okay, and with that, I've been your host, Sav. I'm not really sure how Sean wants us to do the ending of this. So um, um, if you liked what you heard and you want to keep hearing, please make sure you follow us and you turn on the automatic downloads button uh, and give us a rating and share and subscribe. I'm pretty sure those are all of my points. I need to get like a bullet point, bullet list of things I need to say for my outro. There's a lot I need to cover. And Sean always does it. And he does a wonderful job. But then when it's time for me to do it, I'm like, oh, I can do this. And then as I start talking, I have no idea if I've said any of the things I need to say. But RRS, rate, review, subscribe. Yeah, yeah. Rate, review, subscribe, son. Okay. So rate, review, subscribe and like us. You can't leave a comment because it's not a video. I know that. Love us. Automatic downloads is the best way to support small creators such as ourselves, but small in the figurative sense because we are all, even my mom, pretty tall beings, you know, not small. Um, And yeah, if you wanted to follow Sean to keep up with his antics, you can follow him on Instagram at Anthony underscore clams. And if you wanted to follow me, you can straight to the gates of hell. (laughs) Happy Thanksgiving, you turkeys. Mom, thanks so much for being here today. Thank you for having me. And uh, we'll see you guys. We'll hear you guys. We'll catch you guys next, next, next next time. Next time. Next time. Goodbye.